Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, the court is back in session on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we are, of course, speaking of Pizza's Court. Pizza's Court. My Talk and Team Cobra present. The best pizza night ever. That was the worst pizza I ever had. The Pizza's Court. Pizza, where's pizza? Where pizza's judged. Mmm. In court. Get it? Pizza's Court. Um, do, do I have to say this? Uh, yes. <sighs> With the Honorable Judge Topner presiding. Oh, God, somebody hit the Audible eye roll for me, will you? Oh, jeez. Would you eat Domino's pizza in Italy? That is the question up for discussion today when I get real e- legal eagle here on the Colleen and Bradley show because... Um, Domino's literally was selling pizza in Italy. More like Domino's. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'll be here till three. Okay. Hey, Domino's, if you're listening, we don't think you're doing no, this pizza. I, some but, of my best friends are Domino's. But, but, Domino's in Italy? Who goes to Italy to eat Domino's pizza? Or who eats Domino's pizza yes, when they're in Italy? Exactly. I mean, when you are in the land of pizza... Do Mama you, mia. Thank you. You don't so, go to Domino's. Domino. Hey. So now that's allegedly supposedly what the Italians thought of the Domino's. They said Domino <laughs> uh, because there was a headline I saw yesterday and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And, and actually, I will say I kind of knew this was already a thing, but I'll tell you about that in a minute. First, the story Domino's Pizza quits Italy after locals shun American pies. So I was like, they went bye bye this American pie. Drove your dominoes away and said goodbye, singing this will be the day. Bye. Anyway, all local dominoes in Italy have ceased operations after the company made a huge effort. They had literally plans to open 880 stores throughout the boot. Uh, I feel like you, I feel like if you're a Domino's executive and you show up in a meeting with that idea, you've got some massive cojones. Well, you know, maybe you've got some pa- Papa John's, <laughs> John's bulls. Bulls. Uh, I mean, that to is. Podcast. They literally. That's bold. They had uh, bulls. They had <laughs> plans for 880 stores. Um, but over the last seven years, whatever those plans were went away, and the 29 remaining branches that were still operating in and throughout Italy closed uh, this week after the company um, said, Arrivederci! They probably said, So long, suckers! And headed back to the United States. Um, I just thought, now they've been there since 2015. 
And, and I, I cannot believe they made it this long. Well, and can I tell you, I actually knew that Domino's was a thing in Italy because, you know, I'm kind of YouTube obsessed mm-hmm. and there's uh, a wonderful channel called Pasta Grammar. And it's this wonderful woman and her husband. She's from Italy. He's from the United States. They live here now. And like the, the beauty is like they're always like, you know, like what Americans think is Italian food. She's like, what are you people talking about? That has nothing to do with Italian food. Let me show you how to make actual Italian food. It's a delightful YouTube channel. But when they go to Italy, one of the things that the husband made her do was eat Domino's in Italy. And it That's was hilarious. And it was so hilarious. That said, they actually kind of enjoyed Domino's in Italy more than they enjoyed Domino's here. Like they've had both, but obviously the husband has. But yeah. she had had Domino's here and was disgusted by it. What was the difference? I don't know the quality. And this this begs, uh, you know, or this at least indicates that perhaps they were really trying to sort of appeal to an Italian market. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I say, why don't you bring some of that good stuff over here? Well, I'm sorry. It's not well, that I, again, I, I don't have a beef with Domino's. I, it's not my go-to anymore. It used to be. I will say when I was growing up, Domino's was our go-to delivery pizza. Mm-hmm. And now you you have broadened your horizons. Yeah. But I will say like my kids prefer the Domino's to any of the, the other. Uh, yeah, Definitely to the hut. Really? Um, yes, they prefer Domino's to the hut. Now I've got one that prefers Papa John's to all. I- I used pieces. to love the Papa John's too. I feel like all the delivery places have really made it made it hard for me to be a huge fan lately. Even the even the hut with their uh you know, because they have that uh stuffed crust. Yeah. I, I, I mean I You're not a fan? I, I love it, oh, okay. but I've had it recently and it wasn't as good it as what, I remember. It didn't do it for you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. nobody cares about my pizza opinions, but I did want to get back to the story and tell you there's one reason in particular why I think it was obvious Domino's was going to fail in Italy. I mean, besides the other obvious reasons. That it's yes. the home of pizza. Yeah, like that you don't like move in like, to the home of Naples pizza and like, try to outdo What it. are you doing? Yeah. Uh, anyway, no, it's when I read the following words. The U.S. chain, Domino's, entered Italy in 2015 through a franchising agreement with E-Poth... Um, excuse me. E-Pizza Spa. That's I want to go to a pizza spa. <laughs> know, right? Oh, yeah. E-Pizza, though? Is that like, like electronic pizza? I don't know what that means. I don't care. E-Pizza Spa. <laughs> Or a pizza spa. I don't know. It's a pizza pizza. Anyway, and plan to distinguish itself. That is, Domino's tried to distinguish itself in Italy by providing a structured national delivery service along with American style toppings like pineapple. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't well, give no us wonder that. you don't, failed. Yeah, and also don't, don't. Uh, you're trying to convince Italians to eat your pizza by putting something no. they would never put on pizza. And they're right. I mean, I first of all, I would just, I take issue. I don't want that on my conscience, that that's an American thing. Yeah, to don't put, put that on don't us. Don't put that we on us. We don't like that. We've said no several I, times on the show, much to the much to the anger and frustration of our listeners who do love pineapple it's on true. pizza. Yeah, but you put the pineapple on the pizza and it infects the entire pizza. The it's not like you can pizza. pick it off. It gives, it drizzles tang. It does. There's all a over tang. the pizza. There's a tang to the pineapple. There's a, a tang pizza. drizzle. Never, never, <laughs> ever. No, but I was yeah, like, well, no, no you're right. Yeah, no, failed. that's dumb. Like, I'm sure the Italians hey, were like, what the bleep are you doing I, you to my what? pizza? I think we could really convince these Italians. We, we've done something well, new. I'm sorry. What's the thing that Americans do to pizza that they will really appreciate? Yeah, ruin it. Let's put a <laughs> tropical fruit on a pizza pie. No, thanks.
Mm-hmm. I th- is that not the most American thing you've ever it heard is, though? though. It totally to be like, is. oh, you guys, listen, we're gonna tell, we're gonna show those Italians. <laughs> I mean, talk about <laughs> bulls. Pizza. Well, talk in about that pizza case, that's what I mean. Those are some bulls. But I understand <laughs> where Domino's is trying to approach the Italian market, in as much as Domino's pizza is an American food. Yes. And here you go, have this American novelty food. This has nothing to do with the Naples pizza that is so delicious and so near and dear to your heart. This is a complete import. And Colleen, like you were before the show today, you were talking about how you went to like McDonald's in Greece. Yeah. That's like, you know, like you can have like an experience like sure. that where you're like, Oh, I can appreciate McDonald's in Greece. Yeah, it was well. We, you know, it was one of those things where it was like, "What does McDonald's taste like in Greece?" Okay, we'll try that, right? Um, and it was one meal of many that we had in yeah, Greece. Yeah, it's not like it's the only place. Although, exactly, we I went to uh, South Korea for three days on a trip once, and I I don't read Korean, uh-huh. and so we went to. KFC multiple times because they had that's, pictures. That's what you could order. <laughs> and I could and know point and go, getting. I want that. But I was young and stupid. But anyway, I, I totally appreciate is my point. Right. Uh, you know, going to visit McDonald's in Japan. And or say, McDonald's like, what do they Greece. do different here? Right. Yeah. But but again, it is extremely ballsy Wolf. to show up like on the shores of the boot and be like, we're going to. We're going to show them how we eat pizza. I think you guys would really like... It's like... No. I mean, it sounds cliche, but you imagine it's like Taco Bell going to, yes. you know, uh, a, a country that prides itself on knowing a thing or two more about t- tacos right. than, than we do. Right. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I mean, okay, so again... We could, next time you have an idea like that, yeah, call Domino's, us. just give us a call. call. We'll us. tell you. We'll consult. We'll tell you. Also, don't with the pineapple. Uh, just can we be done? I, That's nasty. I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're sorry, Italy. Can we just, on behalf of America, mea culpa, or I don't know what what uh, Italian is. That's Latin. So well, know. you know, we're sorry. <laughs> We're just super sorry. We didn't mean it, and we we tried. We would have tried to stop it, but we didn't know. It's true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to talk about Car Davidson, the uh, breakup of Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, and Kanye West, and this new part of the narrative that is starting to trickle out. Mm. Mm, that I kind of want to take some issue with. When we come back after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay, so we know, of course, that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have broken up. Uh, but there's a new part of the narrative that's trickling out. i got to be really honest. I'm not super comfortable with it on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Well, what are you not comfortable with? Well, okay, so here's the deal. So I, I was, you know, putzing around on the internet because that's what we do for a living. And I saw this uh, BuzzFeed News article that sort of, you know, and BuzzFeed News does a really good job often of kind of combing through a lot of different headlines and then putting the story together in a certain way so that you get kind of a fuller view of the story than you do maybe in like one article. Yeah. So uh, the, this the, the headline of this BuzzFeed News article is Kanye West wiped his Instagram account amid reports that Pete Davidson is seeking, quote, trauma therapy to help cope with the, quote, negativity of Kanye's online harassment. And the way that they word this article, which is kind of a kind of takes you through the, the journey, 
it makes it sound like the reason that Kanye West wiped his Instagram of that uh, skeet Davidson dead at 28 or whatever. Was it? Is he 28? Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. That the reason that, that he wiped that was because of the rumors or the, the story that Pete Davidson is in trauma therapy. First of all, I would just say I caution anybody who thinks that Kanye West is allowing compassion to guide his choices of how he runs his Instagram. I think we've never seen that happen. Yeah, I think he has other motivations, perhaps, or at least it's indicated. Right. But my other my my real kind of focus is this whole idea or the 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 um, presentation of the storyline that Pete Davidson is in trauma therapy. Okay. And the reason why, listen, I, I am so pro therapy. Truly. Some of my best friends are therapy. I am all about taking care of your mental health. There should be no shame involved in that at all. However, it also should be the job of the person who is seeking the therapy to be the one to tell their own story about their journey to therapy, in therapy, whatever they want to share. And this story is not being shared by Pete. It is clearly being shared by, quote, sources, and I bet we can all figure out who the sources are. This headline that's trickling out about Pete Davidson seeking trauma therapy is not coming from Pete Davidson or Pete Davidson's camp. And I think it all has to do with trying to make Kim look a certain way and very little to do with Pete Davidson and what he might actually be going through. Yeah, I I will say, like, I don't know where it's coming from because, like, there's one people story that says a source close to the comedian. But then there's this whole story about Kim and that, like, and their sources close to her. But to your point, there is no direct confirmation about this from Pete. And you would hope that if Pete feels like it's important to have this conversation, that he would share it. Mm-hmm. I also would not be surprised if Pete or his people or Kim or Kim's people, you know, are operating with sources because, well, that's how celebrities communicate with the media. So, like, right. it wouldn't surprise me. But, like, if we're going to have an honest, thoughtful conversation about, um, trauma therapy, it would be nice to maybe hear like Pete's perspective on the matter because this is purporting to talk about his, his therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, we got an email from a listener yesterday, and I apologize to this wonderful listener. I cannot uh, put my hands on the email right now, nor can I remember who it was that sent it to us, but it was basically it said all of the way that this is all adding up makes it look like the breakup probably was Pete's idea. Because it happened so rapidly on Friday that they announced it. And all of the, if you, if you sort of take a step back and take a view of all of the sources, uh, you know, talking to out media outlets, all of them seem to come from a perspective that are making Kim kind of look like she's, um, orchestrated all of this, that she's okay with all of this, that she's supportive of it. It's all, it seems like he's the one that pulled the trigger on the relation, on ending the relationship. And now they're in crisis mode at team Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, it could be. And I, 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 I kind of feel that way too, in the sense that, um, I just look, there's a story on page six that's an exclusive. Now, what's interesting is the story about Pete. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about Pete Davidson, these reports that he's in trauma therapy based on actions by or at the behest of Kanye West and blah, blah, blah. 
there is one story. The story in People is not attributed as an exclusive. It is referenced to a source close to Pete. Whatever. Typically, if you want to think a story is coming from the celebrity themselves, it'll be an exclusive, right? Like because the publication that's saying the publication has really good authority that this story is true. Right. That is the case, though, with the page six story that talks about Kim Kardashian being very supportive of Pete's going to therapy. So what that tells me is that Kim's people are very concerned um, to, you know, again, to your point that that she needs to look a certain way about Pete Davidson going to therapy. And the story is all about how she's very supportive. And, um, you know, she's uh, Kanye was very detrimental. He was posting negative things. Now add thousands and thousands of comments. Someone has to work with you to deal with something like that. Getting death threats from Kanye. Like it talks about all the crappy things that uh, Kanye allegedly did. And all of that is to say that Kim is totally supportive Back to your point about mm-hmm. what the listener suggested, that it's it was Pete's doing. You've got to believe that if Pete was like, this is too much. I don't need this in my life right now. And I'm not saying any of that is true. I don't know. Right. But you could paint a picture wherein that's possible. And then you would see Kim like, uh, or Chris Jenner, Inc. Being right. Like, we don't need any narratives out there about him being a part of the reason they're not together anymore. Right. Because that would be... Like, that's a negativity they don't want to deal with. That's a drama they don't have control over. Right. And they don't want to deal with that. So I could totally buy that that narrative. It is it, the only thing that's clear to me in this is that somebody around Kim wants to make sure you feel good about where she's at with Pete and his therapy. Which actually, I mean, I, we also have a precedent for that. Because you'll recall when she and Kanye split and Kanye was, you know, doing what Kanye does with his social media. There was a lot kind of painting the picture of Kim as being the stable one. Yeah, Yes. So, again, just pay attention to the headlines and decide for yourself what you think the perspective is and mm-hmm. maybe where the call is coming from. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Calabasas area. Okay. We've got some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid. After this. Dumb people doing dumb things. It is our job. Nay, our privilege to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. And uh, these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, my friends. That's dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida and sometimes other places. Oof. We are going across the pond. No way I lied. We're going to Germany. Sorry. Oh. Well, that's still across the pond. Well, no, you're right. It is. Um, but it's no. not. We don't have a polka on there. Can we get a polka that's on That's unfortunate. We'll work on that. Um, who stole the kishka? That is the question. No, actually, the question is, who's going to get rid of that loud rooster? Because it, this is sort of a spot the crazy stupid idiot story. Um, there are uh, there is a, a German couple Friedrich Wilhelm and his wife Jutta. 
Oh, that sounds like a German couple. Right? They're 76, and they are quite upset. Okay. Because they are taking to court their neighbor, who is the owner of a rooster that they say crows 200 times a day. Oh, my God. Eat that thing. That thing starts at 8 a.m. in the morning. That was redundant. And doesn't shut up for the rest of the day. Now, there are neighbors in this. And this is not. Now, I just want you to look at the picture of the neighborhood we're talking about. This is not a farm. This is akin to uh, an urban neighborhood. Okay. Noisy. Okay. Oh. So they're like living up up in people's grills. I mean, this next is Minneapolis. Like, I will just tell is. you, we don't we don't allow uh, roosters in our neck of the woods, but you can have the chickens. You can have chickens, but they don't. No, they just you know and lay eggs, and then you eat the eggs, and it's good. Exactly, which doesn't wake you up at eight o'clock in the morning, and then they don't shut up. Yeah, my dog is louder than the chickens in our neighborhood. So there you I go. Apologize. So. These uh, th- these these neighbors are taking their neighbors to court because those ro- that rooster be real loud. Now apparently, other neighbors have already moved out of the neighborhood because of, think about that. Think about what that would be like to ha- be so irritated by your neighbor's animal that you pick up and move. Yeah, people have already I, done that. No offense, I just think perhaps that chicken might go missing. I'm just saying, I'm not moving my house. I might have to call the chicken removal people. I mean, (laughs) you might find a way to disappear the rooster. Is what you're saying? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. No, no, no. You wouldn't do that. You're just saying. I might have a conversation with an animal and say, "Look, I have to get up real early, honey." I also feel like if you want roosters, you can't. That's you can't live in the city and also have a rooster. You have to make a choice. What is it, the rooster or is it the city? You got to make a choice. I'm surprised actually that they allow it because I'm pretty sure like a lot of municipalities just don't allow the roosters. Well, apparently they say there may be some bylaws that do not allow the rooster to be there, um, but it's not clear. So anyway, they're taking the rooster owner to court. The cockadoodle don't. Exactly. Thank you very much. Don't try to move up in my grill with a rooster. Yeah. Well, We're also, I feel that. like they're feisty. I feel like they would claw you in the eyes if they needed to. So yes. No, they do not mess near. around. Yeah. No, thanks. I think there was a period where I wanted chickens, you know, like everybody's like, let's have chickens. And I'm so glad I did not sign up for that because I just don't want to deal with the chicken bleep. Now, here's the the literal chicken bleep. Um, I will. I just want you to know what Magda, the rooster's owner, says about Fräulein Magda. Yeah. Uh, it's they, Michael D is his name, and he says it's essential to keep the rooster so that his hens will stay uh, in line. He said the hens need the rooster. Oh. Otherwise, they would pluck each other. Oh. Yeah. That's true? He bought five chicks in 2018 for his garden. Uh, he wanted to do what most people do and harvest their eggs. But one of those chicks turned out to be a rooster. Oh. So he didn't know. But then Until I just feel like late. you got to, I mean, then you got to start fresh. You just got to ship all so those guys off. Him. Yeah, you rehome all of them then. Take them to a nice barnyard. Yeah, and then get some can new I, chicks. Can also, um, wait, you had said, oh, there was something that you said. Oh. That the lady chicks need the man chick yes, to yes. keep them in Yes, yes, I was line. like, of course. The, I know. Of course, like, you know, 
bitches, bitches need a man around to keep themselves from fighting. Exactly. Misogyny. Even well, chickens have to get used to it. The chicken's like, well, if I weren't here, these ladies would be at each other's throats. Really, sir? Really? I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that's true. I think uh, Olaf or whatever his name is was a little misogynistic. Uh-huh. I think his name was just like Michael. Carl. <laughs> Dita. Dita. That was my German name in high Sprockets. School. Was it? Of course it was. Yeah. Oh, because of Sprockets. Yeah, Hello. I know. <laughs> Hello, my name is Dita. Hello. Uh, ich heiße Dita. Und du? Hor. <laughs> ja, das stimmt. Das None. war ein tolles Jahr für uns beide. What did you just say? Uh, it was a wonderful year for us both. You know how you just like are forced to memorize. The, oh yeah, like the, like most inane. We ask uh, my I have friends that I took Chinese with in high school, and yeah. we ask each other if our friend if your friend is tall all the time. How do you do that? Need the pangyo gabugao. Oh, is your friend tall? I like that. Or not tall? That's how they ask questions. Okay. Yeah. Love it, Holly. What am I supposed any to Any random foreign do you language want to share phrase any that you were forced to <laughs> memorize over and over again? Uh, no, I can't think of anyone that I was... Me- oh, um... Yeah, where's the McDonald's? Good job. Listen, that's the, that's the thing you need to know if you ever find yourself in Japan. Where yeah. can I find that McDonald's? I love Japanese. See, here's the secret people don't know about Japanese, but you do, Colleen, and you do, Holly, as well because we've all been students of this language, like a lot of it is just how to say the English word in Jap with a Japanese pronunciation. Yep. Mm-hmm. So McDonald's, Makudunaruto. But even like elevator. That one is the hardest elevator. one. Yeah. Escalator, escarita. Television, terebi. <laughs> Door, doa. <laughs> no, literally, Welcome. that's how you say those words. Welcome to your Japanese yeah. lesson for the day. Who needs Duolingo? Cheese. 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 <laughs> Arigato. Domo don't, arigato. Or as we used to say, don't touch my mustache. Remember, that's how you remembered doitashimashite. Oh. For your welcome. I didn't ever know that. We always, we had we, like those silly, like, uh, I forget what you call them, but ways to mnemonic devices. So or I had a, I had a roommate who did not take Japanese, who would listen to me studying Japanese with my classmates. And I would, we would always, before you eat, you would say... Itadakimasu. Itadakimasu. And she would always say, mouse," And so that's how <laughs> I always remember that one. mouse. <laughs> All right, Go that was fun. Okay. Where are we going next? Doko. Uh, let's see. Watashachi wa. <laughs> going to... Um, now i got to pull up my story because I got sidetracked by your uh, chickens. Florida. <laughs> it's like if I had a nickel. <laughs> you and your damn chickens. Uh, we're Keep me in line. We're going to Florida. And I want to tell you about a lady who is alleged, uh, allegedly, well, she actually She's was allegedly charged. a lady? Oh, no, okay. She, she actually did get charged for allegedly doing something to her partner Oof. during a confrontation Sunday night in their residence. Oh, dear. Rochelle Wright, aged 42, and the male victim were involved in a virgil, virgil, verbal argument mm. and were intoxicated. When something like that happens often happened that will change your life forever. Actually, it'll just tell you why we're talking about her as a crazy, stupid idiot. What did Rochelle Wright do? And I'll give you a verb toss uh, at her partner on Sunday night. Shmees. <laughs> Excuse me. Shmee, shmeekle matter. 
She did not. Uh, no, that was there was no schmeichel. Uh, okay, all right, not yet anyway. So, oh, I don't know what to do with that. Uh, okay, so there was no. Oh, mm. oh, ca- beef hamburger. Close. She and her uh, male victim, her partner, were involved in a verbal argument and were intoxicated. And that is when she threw a raw steak at her partner. Now, the meat missed its mark and the steak struck the victim's chair and nearby wall. uh, And allegedly, supposedly, she ultimately acknowledged the meat throwing by saying that she was, quote, tired of his behavior and they're arguing. Feel like that. I mean, that have could you hurt seen a the price of meat lately? Well, that, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like that is not the way you treat your meat. No, not in this economy. Thank you. Inflation does not allow me the the luxury the luxury of, meat of tossing meat <laughs> that uh, I have probably paid a pretty penny for. I can't remember the last time I bought myself a steak. Did you say it was raw too? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I know. Well, I mean, it was probably better for. The wall, because it's probably not as dirty as like a juicy piece of cooked meat. But you know what? You did. There, you keyed in on something, a very important detail, which is that she was intoxicated. And I feel like you would have to be drunk to throw a steak. Like I said, yeah. oh. in this economy, yeah, you your judgment would have to be impaired yeah, to sure. think like this is a thing I'm going to throw right now. This is a good idea. That's a terrible idea. I mean, at least idea. throw like hamburger or you know like a chicken thigh, even though like that's just a waste of a chicken I, thigh. Again, a total waste of a chicken thigh. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like if you're going to throw a chicken thigh, you'd want it to be bone in. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're the person getting thwapped. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bone in, skin on. Ouch. Mm-hmm. That'll uh, leave a mark. Fried in a pan, nice and crispy. Oh, oh, yum. Hey. Suddenly we're <laughs> suddenly it's dinner time. A nice bed of rice. What happened there? She she was charged. Yeah, for misuse and her steak of a steak. Her steak privileges were revoked. That's not cool. Uh, do we have time to go somewhere else? No. No. Fine. We'll no, go somewhere else tomorrow. We spent too much time educating people on uh, Japanese and Chinese language You're lessons. You're welcome. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. We are going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071.